Welcome to Horror Hideout. I'm Kenzie. And I'm Peyton. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I like we've been doing this for how long and I still never know how to like start it. I'm like, what is gonna come out of your mouth? <laughs> it's not what comes out of my mouth. It's what comes into it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot with you. I'm I'm on brand today with my energy drink. What's up with yours? Oh yeah, today's uh, sponsor is brought to you by Ghost Energy. <laughs> no, it is not. We cannot do that. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh my gosh, though, if you have not tried Ghost Energy, what was that? That was like my rewind button. Like, bloop, bloop, bloop. oh okay. <laughs> if you have not tried Ghost Energy, though, oh my gosh, it is so good. If you enjoy having lockjaw while you uh, or not lockjaw, uh, your tongue fried dry socket. Off. You want dry socket while you drink an energy drink. Ghost is the drink for you. Have you had dry socket before? Like once. When you had your wisdom teeth out? Oh, I never got it with my what wisdom teeth What does it out. do? It just feels like... Dry? Yeah. In your socket? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just like always heard of dry socket. And they're like, do not suck with a straw or you will get dry socket. And I'm like thinking the absolute worst. It's just like a... It's like, imagine like a cramp in your jaw. Ew. That's kind of how I would probably imagine it. I always, like, get fearful of, like, people that get lockjaw where their, like, jaw locks up out of nowhere and it's just stuck and they have to, like, go to the hospital. Oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> How would you get that, like, Making do you have to go to the hospital here, to get that, like, moved? Oh, I mean, they might have to put some WD-40 on that jaw. Let me just lube it up. Oh, yeah, lube it up. <laughs> anyway, we don't have anything exciting this week about, like, random stuff. I mean, we already talked about Captain Spaulding. I'm so- oh, he went up, actually, in price. Right now, he's $399 now. $399? Yeah. Damn. Well, see, and I started used. a GoFundMe, and then Kenzie made me stop doing the GoFundMe because she's too humble, so. I went on, and I was making, like, an Amazon wish list because I'm like, every time it's, like, my birthday or Christmas, Peyton's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't think of anything. So I'm like, I'm going to start, like, storing on my Amazon everything I want. And I was doing tons of Pop Funkos that I want, and they were all the expensive ones. There was maybe one that wasn't. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well. As soon as they drop. Oh, except Caitlin told me that um, Spalding is $40 on Walmart.com. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, Peyton. Yeah. Uh, Hint, hint. I think she's nudging at our fans over here. No, I'm nudging at Peyton because it'll be my birthday. Also in Horror News of the Week, um, I'm going to say this every single episode going forward. Uh, If you're listening into this podcast for the first time... Please make sure you're starting from the newest episodes and <laughs> work your way backwards. That is so mean. That is so mean. Because he doesn't like me by myself. No, I'm just kidding. But we've gotten a lot of good feedback from people lately, and we appreciate the feedback. I know. Okay, if you listen to our podcast, send me a message. And that's not me being like, come compliment me. No. Like, just send me a message because, I don't know, I just feel like I'm just only talking to Peyton and we're just recording ourselves. And, like, when I have people actually reach out to me, I get so excited. I don't always like text Peyton while he's at work. I'm like, guess what? And then I screenshot it. So let me know if you listen to the podcast because it pumps me up. But yeah, thank you for like all the nice comments, all the shares that we've got. Um, like we really, really appreciate it. Melts our little hearts. What's with the thumbs up? Just giving you a thumbs up. Horror news of the week. We have Malum. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Coming out on Friday. And this one is, like, I'm kind of confused with this one because I heard it's, like, a sequel to The Last Shift, if you've seen that movie, but I think it's actually a remake of The Last Shift because if you watch the trailer, 
It's like everything is the same. Do you remember Last Shift, Pate? That's the one with the cop that like arrested a cult person yeah, or something. Yeah, and there's like that cult thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie was super freaky. Like possessed demon stuff. It was alright. Scares me. It wasn't like an amazing movie. But it was, like, really creepy. And I think it's just, like, the demonic stuff mixed with, like, the cult stuff. And they had, like, the stuff where the people have the bags on their head and they're, like, in the circle. And that stuff freaks me out. And it's called Malum? Um, yeah. Well, let's see what see what Google has to say here. Malum. Malum. Oh, Malum. Yeah. Malum. Malum. Um, but if you haven't seen Last Shift, um, this one is about a rookie police officer and she takes the last shift. I think it's like the last shift that's happening at this police station before they like close down or something. And in Last Shift, all this weird stuff starts to happen. But this one is she's like trying to figure out this whole cult thing that's going on and like the connection between her father's death and the cult. So it seems like a little bit of a twist of the last one, kind of like more information that we got than we did in the last one, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, guess what too? Off the subject. So- subject. <laughs> Off the subject. <laughs> I'm blaming this freaking drink. It's making my like glands. Like, oh, so glad levitate. we got the sponsor. Freaking ghost. Oh my gosh. If stop. it ain't going to give you a dry socket. But ghost is good. You're going to stutter. So, what's the movie that I want to see really bad? Oh, Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 99% on the tomato scale, whatever they do. Tomato meter. <laughs> Tomato. That's huge for, like, especially for a horror movie. Mm. Like, it got a really good rating for, like, the first batch of, like, release, you know? And I heard it's, like, super gory, like, gore fest. And I usually don't like when movies do that, when it's, like, over-the-top gore. Like, Halloween ends when it's just, like, we're just gonna hack and slash and kill everybody just to, like, add that shock factor. But in this kind of movie, like, possessed demon type stuff, like, Evil Dead, love it. So I'm so excited. I'm getting a babysitter on my birthday, Peyton, and you are gonna take me. Okay. And I will not ditch you this time. Thank you. And then there's another movie called Summoning Sylvia. I thought you were going to say saliva just to be funny. No. <laughs> nope. I've let go of that part of my life, Kenzie. Unlike you, I You're don't hold grudges. You're not funny anymore? Yes. Not funny. I'm serious. Summoning Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a horror comedy. A gay bachelor party turns spooky mm, when sinister spirits are suddenly summoned. Have you seen <laughs> Tongue this twister, trailer? Hold on. Spooky when sinister spirits suddenly summoned. <laughs> suddenly summoned. Is that how I, that's correct, right? No, it's just a, it's a tongue twister. Like, like sinister a, spirits are suddenly summoned. Yeah, put like, yeah. No, this one is very like stereotypical gay, like. Sometimes I hate when movies do that and they try to make it over the top. It's It's like there's normal people. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like they're trying to make a point. You know, that's what I hate is I hate the emphasis. It's like it's like, okay that that they're gay. I don't hate that part. It's just like it's the dramaticness to it. Like, I don't know. Um, It's like when we watch Young and Hungry. What's the guy, Elliot? And he's just like over the top. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. But he's kind of funny. I kind of love you can take like a like a cowboy movie. And, like, they could be, like, cowboys, but then they could just be, like, cowboys. Like, like everything they do is just round me. Aiden loves cowboys. Sure. I'm just a city boy 
Born and raised in South Detroit. I took the midnight train going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of think this looks funny, though. Like, I think it's going to be good. But I think it's one of those movies that is going to be a little bit cheesy. I mean, it is a horror comedy. And so I feel like most horror comedies kind of go down the cheese route. But I like, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. Like a bachelor party and then all this creepy stuff happens. And I feel like they're, in the trailer, there is like a different, like a guy, like an actual guy, not like a demon guy that's in the mix. That's kind of causing chaos. So I think this will be fun. This one also comes out Friday. I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be fun. So basically, we're here to talk about the battle of the dolls. I mean, what is this like? We're we're gonna imagine what it'd be like to put two dolls into a boxing ring. Battle of the like imagine dolls. putting like Chucky and Annabelle in the same boxing ring. Yeah, who do you think would win? Well, Chucky would physically move. <laughs> like he oh, just sit yeah. there Annabelle and wail. Never move. Well, she like has a demon that's behind her. So what's more powerful? demonic stuff or voodoo oh the power of voodoo. you consider them like kind of similar though uh is voodoo no. like demonic in a way like some not all of it i got freaking chewed out on tiktok for like saying that voodoo stuff freaks me out and they're like that's a culture and i'm like i'm not saying like the actual i know there's like good voodoo practices and like healing stuff and all of that but like the creepy voodoo like in horror movies where they're like trying to like possess people well you're, you're thinking of voodoo as a form of witchcraft that's 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 how i look at it i'm not saying that all voodoo is witchcraft i'm just saying that it's like in in hollywood movies it is or you think of like voodoo dolls well yeah that's like that's witchcraft yeah that stuff freaks yeah. me out so d- demonic and witchcraft are not the same yeah. thing but i'm saying like obviously Chucky used like a voodoo spell to possess a doll. So it kind of would like goes into that possession, especially if you watch Chucky the TV series that Peyton loves, then you kind of get that. Yeah, so it's, this is kind of like our clown episode that we did where we have some of our favorite doll movies and then we have a bunch of just like movies that have dolls in them, but it's not like the center focus. But they're there, and it's like people remember a lot of those movies for those scenes. Yes. And we haven't, we kind of like didn't, I mean, we planned out this episode, obviously. We always, you know, have our list and stuff, but like, we're just going to go with the flow and just talk about these movies and what we like and what we don't like and all of that. So take it away, Pate. Well, you really want me to take your favorite one out of all of them? Do you think this is my favorite out of all? Yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't, this, this is hard list though, because... I have favorite aspects of each of these movies, you know? True. Yeah, I mean, uh, the most iconic one ever is Child's Play, a.k.a. Chucky. And, yeah, I mean, I remember being mortified about him when I was growing up. Like, everybody knows who Chucky is, right? And he's the reason why you have that one toy when you were growing up that just couldn't be in the room with you. But it's it's good and it's bad. Uh, I, I really like the the first two movies, Child's Play 1 and 2, but it just gets so just, I don't even know, like otherworldly in the other movies. I mean, I know you got stronger opinions than I do on this, but... Well, it changed after, like, during Bride. Bride was like the changing part of it, and then it kind of went... Even the third one was unique, though. It, it kind of had this kid in, like, military school or something like that, right? Yeah. I vaguely remember it. And then it had um andy that was like in military but he was like older like a teenager oh is that what it was Uh uh-huh yeah 
I mean, it wasn't the same actor that played Andy in all the other ones, but yeah, it was, I don't know. I think the thing, three is like one of the ones that's like the most, the least memorable for me. Like, I didn't, I don't know. I don't really like three that much. There's stuff that I remember from it and everything. I just, it's just not my favorite, but it's not the worst. Yeah. It's probably the second worst though. Yeah. I, I don't could... know. I, you know, that I, now that I think about it, I don't think I've really ever thought about this in, in great detail. So you have Child's Play 1, 2, 3, and then you have The Bride of Chucky, which I remember that one. That one sticks out to me the most just because I feel like by the time I was old enough to even watch a Chucky movie, that movie had just came out. I mean, what year did that even come out? I don't know, but that's when it got funny, too. So when we were kids. Yeah, but as a kid, that, skills, that still scared the shit oh, out of me. Oh, it was scary, but it's like you had scary Chucky, but then this kind of was like that watered down where it was still creepy, but it had the comedy mixed in. So you're like, okay, I feel a little more safe watching this, but still terrifying. Yeah, 1998. So I would have been six years old. Aww, so um, I, I, I know for sure I wasn't six when I first saw it. I bet you it was the early 2000s, but... Yeah, and then after Bride, there was Seed. I remember... We do not talk about Seed. I'm just kidding. I remember hanging out with my buddy Jack growing up, and for some reason, we watched that movie, and I think we liked it. I remember talking about it a lot, but... I think that's one that, like, when you are younger, it's funny to watch, because it's, like, that really cheesy, but that older you get, you realize how stupid Seed is. Like, I hate Seed. Yeah. Like, I don't think I really would go back and watch it. Like, I've watched it a few times, but I, like, that's the one I'm like, I just really don't care to watch it. It gets so over the top, like Chucky and Tiffany having a sex scene and it's just weird. It yeah. kind of takes the fear and the scariness out of Chucky. Yeah, tons of comic relief because, I mean, at least in Bride, it was like, like I don't know, like the suspense of when Chucky first comes alive and the Tiffany has like the dude on the bed that she's about to like bang. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, the suspense that she, like, locks him up in that, like, RV and, like, is he ever going to get out? And, like, I don't know, you're still, like, what is he capable of doing? Is he really friends with her? Like, could... No, Chucky murdered him in that part. He did. Oh, wait. You're, yeah, we're talking about Bride, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but then she, like, puts him in, like, a like a cage, like a kennel or something. Oh, Chucky. And, mm-hmm. I thought you meant the guy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, like, that whole time, it, there's, like, the suspense of, like, okay, what if he gets out? Like, you know, like every time he's not in the scene, you're worried about him. And that I feel like you lose that after The Bride of Chucky. It becomes, like, a whole movie centered around Chucky and Tiffany and, and all of them, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's less scary when the camera's on him 24-7. When you know where he's at. You know what I've, like, thought about Chucky, though? As, like, the movies go on, especially when the comedy came into play, I don't look at Chucky as a doll anymore. I just look at him as, like, a person. Like, he's just Chucky. Well, that's because there's too much dialogue. It's just, like, you you talk about those concepts where movies can get ruined when it shows the creature or the thing too much. And I feel like too much screen time of Chucky is a problem. But I love him, but it's just, like, the more you watch him and, like, hear him talk and all that, you just, he's just Charles Lee Ray. Like, that's it. Yeah. Especially once you get to, like, the TV series. Oh, uh, it's terrible, too. Oh, my gosh. I love the TV series. It's so dumb. Peyton's a hater. I but then am. you have um, Curse. And the thing I liked about Curse is it went back to kind of more that dark tone. And it was scary again. Like, that one was even scarier, too, because of the fact that Nika was paralyzed from, like, the waist down. So, it's like she couldn't just run away from Chucky. 
Like, she had that added thing, especially getting up and down the stairs. Like, she relied on that little, like, thing you sit in and it goes up or the elevator. And then Chucky has control over that stuff by, like, shutting the power off. And then she's just kind of, like, stuck there. Yeah. And then poor Nika and Child in Chucky TV series. They did her so dirty. Did you even get to those that part? Uh, you showed me a couple scenes. Were they? I don't want to give spoilers if nobody's seen it. Oh, yeah. That's so sad. Well... Justice for Nika, and then you have Colt, and then I feel like Colt, it's like they went from, like, they went with Bride to the comedy route, but it was, like, not as in-your-face. Seed was in-your-face comedy. Curse went back to more of the dark tone, but then Colt went back to, like, the cheesy stuff again, and it's like, I just feel like I love Don Mancini, but I just feel like he was kind of just all over the place with it, and it's like, and even in the um, Chucky TV series, like, the first season was so dark and good, and it had that little sprinkle of comedy, and everybody was like, I love this, it's going back to the dark roots, this is amazing, and then season two comes out, and he just goes completely, like, the seed of Chucky route, and it's like, you can't, like, get your fans on board with something and then just completely flip it. Yeah. I don't know, I just hate the whole, I hate having, like, Chucky in different bodies, too, or, like, different dolls, because I feel like... It, he just becomes one of those things where it's like, oh, you killed this doll, but now this one's back. Nope, you killed this doll. It's the last doll, but then there's always another one. Well, and from a visual effects standpoint, it's really hard to make this look lifelike. So kudos to them for doing what they've done before the CGI one. But uh, there's like a Chucky version. You can tell when they put a different doll in the movie, like animatronically. or Especially in Curse. Yeah, like you can just tell and it's I don't know. It just it it just takes away from the from the effects factor or something, but well, especially what you like knew when Chucky was going to like move or talk because he'd have that really doll-like face and you're like, "Okay, he's good." And then as soon as it went back on him and he looked more human-like doll, you're like, "Okay, something's going to happen." Right? Yeah, that and then like curse like made him look so different like he looked like pretty boy chucky like i mean and i know they like went and like put stuff over his scars but he just did not look like the chucky that we're used to and then like they go back to him in the tv series i did think in the tv series though when um nika was possessed by chucky i kind of wish they would have stuck with that a little bit longer because that was terrifying where she's paralyzed from the waist down but when chucky was in her body like she could walk and it was like creepy yeah. It would have been kind of cool to see him go that route a little bit and like causing havoc and then her getting framed or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I will forever love Child's Play. You know, we didn't talk about one of the Child's Play though. Mm. Your favorite one. Number two. The remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, I've, we talked about this a few times recently too, but they remade the, I, what is it even called? Chucky? Um, It's called Child's Play. It's just called Child's Play. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a remake, and Chucky's voiced by Mark Hamill, who's Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, and, I mean, it's it's just a phenomenal job. I really like it. In fact, uh, it'll come to reference here when we talk about the final movie, but um, it's just, it's more real, I guess, for, I mean, obviously none of these are realistic, but it's more like lifelike compared to some of the other uh movies on this list and i just i just thought it was really good for a remake but there's so much hate towards the original cast and directors of and producers of child's play and then this remake so we know that like the the chances of a child's play remake part two is pretty limited and it's sad because it really is so much better than all of them 
They were talking about it though, like it was in the like talks or works or whatever, but I don't know what happened. I was kind of thinking though with like now that Megan's came out and everything and people really gravitated towards that kind of like doll, like the AI stuff, maybe that will be like a door opening for Chucky, like for that version. I think the hard thing with that though is they only had the rights to the first movie. Yeah. So it's like, but they could go so many, they don't have to follow that same formula. They could do a whole different movie. Oh, they really don't. And I guess I forgot to clarify for those that haven't seen it, it is an AI version. So instead of a serial killer doing, using voodoo to possess a doll, it's just like a faulty product that kind of goes crazy Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like, it's like built to to have an algorithm based on your needs. And because of the, the faultiness of the product, it doesn't really have like the safety, like boundaries and stuff and so the the doll kind of goes into like a kind of like a defensive state on the behalf of his owner and he gets a little too protective and then it becomes like this like i don't know crazy i loved the cast in that one though yeah it's a good cast a lot of comic relief in the in a good way too especially aubrey plaza i like love her so much especially Mm. that we just watched her in that one movie what was it it was on netflix it's like emily something it's the one where she, like, there's, like, those people and, like, she has to go use the credit cards and s- steal money and oh, all yeah. that. I don't remember what, Emily, Emily the Criminal? Yeah, I think so. That was so good. My favorite Child's Play will forever be Child's Play 2, though. Like, I freaking love that and I'm so bummed because they're doing, like, they're going to a convention. So, Alex Vincent, who played Al- or who played Andy, and Christina Lee, who played Kyle, who are going to be there. And I'm like, ah, there's a Kyle Pop Funko. But it's like limited edition. Like they only made a few. And I'm like, I need that. Like they need to make those. Well, you've made your hint out to the public. I know. Anyone can find it. I commented on the people who made it's Instagram and I'm like, where can I get one? And they like never replied. Yeah. Fine. (laughs) Take my business elsewhere. I'm just kidding. Right. But anyway, moving from Chucky to Annabelle. 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 The hard thing about this is there's three Annabelle movies and we still have not seen the third one. Have we even seen the second one? Yes, the second one was the best. Honestly, I feel like the the first time you're introduced to Annabelle is in The Conjuring, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of has like a, a small scene that kind of puts light on her. And that's like the most like iconic, standout-ish moment for Annabelle. Like you, you just, I don't know, you just felt like this doll was actually possessed. Oh, and, yeah. And then they made the first movie... And it was such a letdown. I think people actually expected this doll to move kind of like a Chucky. Because, like, really, we haven't seen this in a long time or, like, ever. And uh, I just remember, like, when the Annabelle, like, this is on the first one, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, the doll lifts up and then, like, the demon kind of, like, peeks its face out the from, like, The demon was the creepiest part. Well, yeah. But I just, like, I just wasn't wowed by that movie up until that point. Like, it's creepy, but I'm not, like, I don't know. It's just like it makes the doll not seem scary anymore because it's not yes. being the doll. It's just kind of like not the, the doll's doll. a prop. Yeah, exactly. It's a prop. And I felt like it really lost so much element. Yeah, everything that you kind of got freaked out about on The Conjuring wasn't in the first movie. I feel like they picked it up in the second one. But you know what's funny? You know how we talked, um, I think it was on our clown episode, how that scene on Poltergeist where they the clown is like so minimal in it, mm-hmm. but they used it as the advertising and on the cover... They kind of did that with the Annabelle scene at the beginning of The Conjuring. Like, that really didn't have anything to do with the actual storyline, I don't think. It's been a minute since I've seen Conjuring. Yeah, it's just like, uh, they just talk about their 
Like, like when I think when they're uh, in the house and all like the locked up things are in there, and there's like a like a moment with Annabelle. Yeah, but that's pretty Maybe much. Maybe it was about like it. an intro for Ed and Lorraine Warren, just to kind of be like, we're like paranormal investigators. Like this is something we did, mm-hmm. and then it gets to the other stuff. But I mean, Annabelle is creepy because it was based on a true story, and the Every- true story is terrifying. Yeah, everybody remembers. Uh, at least, like if you say Annabelle, you know what people are talking about it's funny that annabelle was just a raggedy ann doll like the actual aunt, or that actual might be more one. scary than the actual doll like i don't know what it is about the gingers, raggedy but ann? yes she like With i had a triangle a, nose yeah i had a raggedy ann doll and she was the only doll that i had that i wasn't terrified yeah, of because well, i'm like she's so cute and she's innocent. scary as shit with those black beady eyes <laughs> well yeah when you see the actual annabelle that's like huge i had like a half the size annabelle or raggedy ann i wish i still had it though Let's see. Raggedy, I ought to put it on my shelf. Raggedy Ann. Yeah, look at that freaking They're so red cute. fro. I had a doll, though, that my grandma gave me, and it was like this. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like one of those crocheted dolls, and it was, I swear it was three feet tall, and it had like this little afro hair that was red, but it was made out of yarn. It was like orange. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister would literally, like, hide that at the bottom of the toy box. But we couldn't get rid of it because it was, like, a hand, like, a family. I don't know. I, I feel like it was in the family. So we couldn't just throw it out. But then I think my mom threw it out when we moved. But that thing terrified me because it was, like, three feet tall. Triangle nose, black beady eyes, ginger snap hair. I just, I don't even know, man. This thing is... Oh, but she's like being made out of soft, nightmares. though. Like I think of like creepy dolls being like porcelain or like rubber. Like Raggedy Ann is like a soft material. Like I just don't feel like a soft material is gonna get possessed as like those dolls that like blink their eyes. Like literally type in Raggedy Ann doll Annabelle. Yeah, and she's huge. She's in a box too. Oh my gosh. I don't like this. Yeah. Like that story is creepy when you like. Like a scarecrow. Like that's kind of like, like a scarecrow like made love to Ronald McDonald (laughs) and this, this thing was born. Um, I don't like it. What was I going to say? Big beady eyes. What what does that remind me of? Beady eyed man boy (laughs) for that movie? Yeah. It's a. Beady eyed little man boy. The swap or whatever. No, the switch. The swap. The swap. Yeah, the story of Annabelle is so creepy, though, and the part that creeps me out is the part where it was, like, the boyfriend was staying over or something, and it, like, scratched him in his sleep or something like that. Hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about some other, kind of talk about some other, like, real-life doll stories, but I have a story time episode. I believe it's episode two that I did at C- on season one. It was, like, the second episode I ever did, and I did it about three different haunted dolls, and they are creepy, so if you want more backstory on Annabelle... And a few other dolls, go listen to that. I will admit though, like I wasn't a huge fan of Annabelle the first movie, but the second one is so good. It's the one where the girl is um paralyzed, like she can't walk and she's in the wheelchair. Remember? And they're at like a it's been a while since we watched it, but they're at like that girl's place. It's like a house that they all live in, like a school type thing. Remember that? We've seen like three hundred scary movies. But Annabelle was actually possessed in that. I don't think she like walked around, but I feel like she did move. And then like the girl kept going to like the other girl, the blah blah blah. blah. blah the girl blah, blah. in the wheelchair was getting possessed by the doll and like turning evil. So it was kind of like almost like Annabelle was taking over the girl's body. And then there was that other girl in the house that was trying to like put her down the well and trying to get rid of her. That was actually really good and scary, but it's been None years. of this stands out to me. 
And then there's Annabelle Comes Home, which that's the one we didn't see. She was out too late. <laughs> and she's coming home. We need to watch it. I don't know if it, I don't think it's been on streaming that we've had. So we'll definitely have to find it and watch it. But I really like Creation. And moving on to uh, to the next one is The Boy. The Boy Brahms. The Boy Brahms. The Boy Brahms. The BB. <laughs> so most of you have probably heard of this movie. Uh, I mean, most of these movies have seen this movie. Yeah, right. There's a girl who basically comes to babysit a doll and the house owners basically go on like a vacation. At least that's what they tell her only to commit suicide um, and never return. So and she while she's doll sitting, she has like an extensive list of rules for this doll. And by basically not following the rules, weird paranormal things happen. So she starts to believe that the doll is real and possessed by the kid uh, that's in like a, a portrait painting or something. And so she starts to kind of, you know, grow attached to the doll. She's like more fascinated than terrified of it. Only to realize at the end, the the doll wasn't actually possessed. And it was like a full grown man that lived it in the wall. It wasn't a boy, it was a man. It wasn't a boy, it was a man. And uh, yeah, he had a weird perversion towards uh, uh, Maggie from <laughs> The Walking Dead. And... And yeah, that's that's basically the movie. And then there's the second one, though, and it went a lot more. It's kind of like it's funny how movies like, you know, Annabelle, they like make a sequel and they almost try to fix what they didn't do in the first one. And I feel like the second one was a lot more paranormal because it didn't really if I remember, it's been so long. It didn't seem like it had anything to do with the dude in the walls. It was just like the doll. Yeah. And that's I think that's why it got bad. Um, reception from people because people liked the concept of it being someone in the walls because you think it's going to be like a typical possessed doll type thing and then when it wasn't it was like whoa yeah. like that was such a cool twist it was but then I was kind of sad I was like oh, I kind of kind of wish it was the doll oh no. yeah but then that's and then they went to that route and then people were like I wish it was the boy like again the doll was a prop like when are we going to get a doll that's actually freaking possessed that's not Megan but then when they went the possessed route with it, but then it was kind of like, it was kind of like Annabelle where it was possessing the kid because it was more, it wasn't really the doll. It was more of the kid kind of going crazy and evil. Yeah. But yeah, but then this is kind of like with the child's play thing where, where they're going a certain direction and then they flip it and then people are like, no, I liked that other direction you were going. So now the next boy movie, I don't, I remember hearing that they're making a third boy but they're going back to the guy in the wall story because mm. people liked that version so much. But I'm like, it is all over the place. And I guess they could still kind of tie it all in. Well, that dude was supposed to be still alive, right? Because she threw the doll, the doll shattered. And then I think it showed him patching the doll back yeah. up at the end of the first one. I'm pretty sure Brahms was a prequel too. It was more of the story of what happened before. Hmm. So maybe like Brahms was possessed. I don't know, but they didn't really mention that in the. It'd be the nice boy. to know how how that came to be. Yeah. But. But I liked it because it was unique. It was different. Well, next up we have Dead Silence, and this is like hands down the scariest doll movie I've ever seen. And I posted this on TikTok, and I had so many people commenting saying the same thing. They're like, "This movie is terrifying." I think I agree, but I don't remember this one. I just, like, remember so vividly the opening scene where, like, you hear the girlfriend or the wife 
come home and she's like, Jamie, and then she's walking to the bedroom and you just see the sheet with like a person under it. I'm going to spoil it. It's not Jamie. Yeah. I just remember that so vividly. And I think the creepiest thing though about this is Mary Shaw. And she's not, I mean, if you've seen the movie, then obviously she becomes more doll-like, but Mary Shaw, like that poem would pop into my head at like the most random times. And it was always at night when I was trying to go to sleep. And I was like, oh my gosh, so freaky. Do you remember the poem? It's like, beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. Let's see. And if you see her in your sleep, be uh, sure to never scream or something or she'll rip out your tongue at don't the Don't weep. Don't you weep your at your tongue all. ripped out. Ugh. Like Mary Shaw was definitely the scariest part of this. Really? I feel like the Billy doll Billy. probably was. Billy. Well, Billy was creepy too, but, Billy. It, but it was kind of like going back to the whole... I guess he was, like, demonic and possessed, but I feel like it was another thing where, like, Mary Shaw was controlling all of it because you have that clown doll that's sitting in the chair, but Mary Shaw's behind him, like, controlling him. So I think it's kind of the same concept where it's, like, she's in control and, like, moving the dolls and making them speak and creepy and stuff, but... Oh, she's a ventriloquist, right? Yeah, but you never see, like, Billy just... I mean, I don't know. It's been so long since I watched it, but I don't think you just see Billy, like, walking around or, like... Well, Billy's the one from Forcey, right? Never mind. Oh Season gosh. three, more dad jokes. I love that movie. I want somebody to comment that listened this far to tell us exactly what that's from. What Billy, movie is that? Billy from Forcey. Um, yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch this one. It's been too long. Uh, pretty sure I watched this before I even met you. Mm-hmm. Years before I met you. So I'm going to say 15 years ago. Yeah. So we need to go watch this. But this... I remember people talking about it in school. When this movie came out, it was very highly praised and talked about and maybe it aged well i don't know but oh it did i've seen i've been watching scenes again and i'm like oh i still get creeped out we just Um, need more doll movies where the actual doll is possessed like that kind of it's not megan where they're walking around the hard thing about this it's like we want to go watch dead silence or whatever but i feel like we have such a hard time going back and re-watching movies because if we're gonna have a movie night we're like we gotta watch something new you know Mm mm-hmm but I don't even think it's on anything, is it? No. If it was, we oh maybe it is. I'll have to look on um the one app. But maybe when we're like doing our podcast off season, like in June when we're not podcasting, then we can kind of rewatch some movies. Yeah. But like right now, we're like we gotta watch so we can do our next letterbox. True. We only have one more letterbox this season though. Maybe two. I don't remember. Dead Silence is on. You ready for this? Yep. Why is it not showing me? Did I spell it right? Oh. Oh, yeah, it's not on streaming. Yeah, I figured You can not. rent it on iTunes or Prime. Oh. Side note, um, right now Tubi has a lot of really good horror movies. Like, I've been getting on there just to, like, do recommendations for my TikTok, and they have so many good horror movies right now. It's probably, like, the top tier uh, streaming service right now for Tubi. horror. Mm-hmm. Even, like, other movies, though, like comedies and stuff, there's a lot of good stuff on right there, or on there right now. And I feel like, like, there's people who know of Tubi, but I feel like there's so many people that don't realize that Tubi is a free app. Like, you don't have to subscribe. You don't even have to give them any information. You don't have to give them, like, your email. You can if you want to save your spot where you're, like, if you're watching a movie or a TV series or something. There is ads, but I don't feel like the ads come up that often. Like, when we're watching a movie? No. They are kind of random. Like, it's never, like, an ideal spot, but... It's always on, like, a spot that's, like, really intense, and yeah, then Yeah, but you might... It's like you get one per movie. Yeah. It'd probably be more annoying if you're watching, like, a TV series or something. 
because they'd probably like cram them in there. But I don't know. I don't get like annoyed by ads because it's like we have Hulu and they have ads pop up every so often and it doesn't bug us. And it's free, free movies. Yeah, they need to make like a new Tubi though, like like a second version of it. And I'll just call it to be continued. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're a dork where they leave off on crazy like cliffhangers. So you watch half the movie like, and they're like, watch we'll the, half of this the movie? other half later. You need to watch it on to be continued. You know what I wish? Like, you know how they have Shudder? Mm-hmm. I wish that Shudder, okay, I don't want to say it's like not good, but like, you know how it doesn't, it has a lot of stuff that's just kind of eh, and then it has some good stuff. I wish Shudder had like every horror movie. Like, it's just like the ultimate, I would pay like, good price to have like every horror movie available to you or i wish shutter would just have more mainstream horror i was gonna say because the problem is that movies like hulu and netflix now have their own like titled movies so if it's like oh i don't know uh some netflix original you're not gonna see it on shutter which we're seeing a lot more of that now but like i miss the days when you could go to like blockbuster and you have access to any movie you want and now it's like you either have, I mean, you can, you do have access to every movie you want because you can just go on, I guess, I, yeah, you can just go on Prime, but it's just not the same. Good old fashioned blockbuster, I don't want to go spend four Those bucks days. for a movie. I'm cheap. Four whole dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just wait till it's on streaming. Back in my day, blockbuster used to be a squirt gun. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> just... Is that off something? <laughs> no, I just think, I don't know. I'm thinking of all the... <laughs> squirt gun. Squirt guns. Remember... Do you remember Bob's video in... Um, Payson. No, I didn't live here when that was a thing. Oh my gosh, that was like my favorite because they had like a little area. Like my parents would be going and looking for movies, and they put us in this little area that had like this little slide, and it was like a play area place. Sounds Maddie pedophile. was terrified to ever go into Blockbuster because of Chucky. I'd always scare her with like the cover of the movie and chase her. She was like traumatized to ever go in that store. Such a dark. My sister has like the biggest phobia of Chucky. I told Maddie, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked, but I, cause she's going to come to a podcast episode again. She's done a few, but I told her that I want to do a podcast episode where she watches this, like the movie that I think is the scariest because she like cannot handle horror. Like she gets terrified very easily and I would totally do Evil Dead, the 2013 version. And then we would get on a podcast after and, like, talk about it or watch, like, the scariest movie that she's been, like, terrified to watch that she's, like, refused to watch. But I told her about it and she's just like, oh, like, I don't think she would do it. (laughs) But wouldn't that be so funny? But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to traumatize her. Well, she's already seen the movie. What is there to be traumatized about? She hasn't seen the movie. Oh, gotcha. I would have her watch Evil Dead with me. Gotcha. And then we would get on the podcast and talk about it. But she, that movie would, like, scar her. Yeah. If she can't handle some... I think she said the scariest movie she saw was, like, Lights Out, which that's freaky. I don't even remember and that one. And she's scared of Chucky. You don't remember Lights Out? Mm-mm. Ooh, They're scary. all kind of blending together at this point in my life. That one has the kid from the Child's Play remake. Oh. The last one on the list is... You can take this one. I hate talking about this one. Megan. Why do you hate talking about this one? We just talked about it a lot, and <laughs> I, I'm over this movie it's not good oh we did you liked this oh you didn't like this you kind of liked it though i gave it a three we did a whole spoiler review on megan right yes and then we watched it all over again in uh unrated oh yeah if you want to listen to our spoiler review on megan i think it's just like a few episodes back no actually it was the very first episode of season three so just go back to that and we literally like talk about the whole movie and like our thoughts and everything but 
We have Megan. We can't not talk about Megan. And I'm so excited because we're getting a Megan 2. Megan 2.0. Yeah. uh, So I talked about how, I don't know, if you want to know about this movie, go back and listen to a previous episode. But um, and in that episode, I talk about the uh, Child's Play remake, too. And that's kind of what I like about the Child's Play remake is there's there's this concept of this doll. okay, that can possess artificial intelligence systems like um, like in Megan, she invents this doll that the freaking Pentagon can't even make. So there's the first problem. And then you're telling me that this doll can hack like the Siri type software, Alexis, whatever it's called. And that's why she's still alive at the end of this movie is because she's like in the database of like the home smart system. And it's like, okay, come on. There's got to be firewalls of some sort, right? I mean, I get it. People can break into your ring doorbell. I Apparently that's easy. So I'm not saying that I am savvy enough to understand that it's possible or impossible, but maybe that's what ruins the magic as a viewer for me, right? Is you're not supposed to overthink it. But then I'm just like, come on, like this doll. Many overthinks it. <laughs> this doll could be used for military purposes and she just accidentally creates that like... No, but the the Child's Play remake, totally different. A guy intentionally malfunctions the doll. Yeah. But even for a quarter of the movie, the doll's not even bad. It's like an innocent doll. And the algorithm of the doll starts to kind of pick up on things that maybe it shouldn't be doing. And it's doing it there. But the other thing is that it's part of this like Kazland app system where... Your home smart system could be Kazland and your car, your car could be Kazland based. And like, yeah, like Megan could just like hack a, a car as she leaves the, the toy building. Like, come on, a multi million dollar car or at least a one million dollar car. And she just starts it before she even gets into it because she's that smart. No, it doesn't work like that. But Chucky is only able to hack Kazland stuff. Yeah. Right. He can't get into your your Google smart home thing or your Alexis, whatever it's called, Alexa. Alexa. And uh, but, you know, there's Kazland drones and he can hack the Kazland drones. So it's like they can make the world as universal as they want to within the boundaries of Kazland. And I feel like that's what we need more of if you're going to mess with the AI thing. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. I just think technology is way more advanced than even we can comprehend, you know? Okay, I'm just, riddle me this, okay? Megan, 2.0, military, National Guard gets called in. They pull out a javelin. Do you know what a javelin is? No. It's a smart bazooka, all Mm. right? And some missiles can be uh, laser pointed. So you could take the missile, you can take a laser, and the missile will actually follow the laser. So if I sit here and go like this, the missile will curve and arc megan walks in she possesses the missile and now it turns around and shoots the guy that just shot the javelin that's bullshit (laughs) you know what you know how like jurassic world did that other one where they were gonna use like the dinosaurs kind of as like a war like a war tactic or whatever oh yeah like a like a like a war machine we'll have like a megan that where they have like all these megan dolls like walking in like in unison they're doing the dance (laughs) they're all like like they deploy him to afghanistan and a bunch (laughs) of megan's just start doing that weird ass dance and everybody starts cheering thinking it's like a performance and then they just like they all pull out freaking paper cutters (laughs) they're just like bam that'd be so funny um, what route do you think they're going to take with Megan? Do you think they're going to go with it being in that Alexa type thing? And then like Katie's going to come home with 
Aunt Gemma and like all of that? Or do you think the guy that transferred all those files to his computer, do you think he did send it out to someone and sell it to them? And then maybe that's going to be the route they take. You know, for how important that scene was and for them not to do anything with it, I think that's very possible. I think Um, I'd like that better. But knowing this movie, they'll do something stupid like, oh, turns out she had a a second doll the entire time that was hiding because, you know, you always have to have a prototype and a prototype part two, you know, and then Megan's going to send herself off to the place and then remake herself. Right. I mean, there's always a freaking. Well, it would make more sense to go that route, too. Because right now she's in that like Alexa type thing. She can't do anything with that, you know, like it's not like she's like can move around and then the body like her body is destroyed. So there's really not anything they could do with that, you know, and it's like if you can hack anything that's electrical based, I mean, humans are basically electrical based. We all run off of electricity. Think about it. You're telling me she can't she can't possess me. Hashtag not my chuggy you know what's like not a doll movie but like reminds me of all this ai stuff um i robot those robots are terrifying oh yeah and the way they can just like jump and move and oh i love that movie. movie i haven't seen that one in a while i always like the scene when he's like he's like do you swear he's like every damn day <laughs> i love the shia labeouf stuff when he's like i don't know what he says he keeps telling him to stop cussing and whatever <laughs> go home to your mama or something yeah Um, But that was our movie recommendations. Now we're going to move on to just some like honorable mentions because there is some other dolls in some movies that aren't like a center focus, but they are like a big. Are you going to talk about the popular ones that are based on real life? Yeah. So I have like, there is some like real life dolls, but like I said, I have an episode where I talk about all these and tell the story. So go listen to that. But we have like Robert the doll. And that one's scary because it's like they banished him up to the attic. And I just like think of Dolly. Like we have our seven-year-old banished her doll. It's like one of those American girl dolls to our basement. Like every time I go down there, I have like before I can do anything, I have to like make sure she's still in the same position. And she has her in like this awkward, like straddled position right now. Sounds I'm like, like okay, she do. hasn't moved. She, I don't know why they're didn't, so freaked didn't out. Didn't I take her and bring her upstairs without telling the kids yeah, or something? Yeah, Peyton is so mean. He put, like, Dolly on Ellie's bed. <laughs> and she's like, did you put her there? And he's like, no. <laughs> she just, like, starts crying. You are so mean. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Traumatize. Robert the doll, like, that's what it makes me think of, though, where he's, like, up in the attic and he's walking around. I just, like, picture us hearing Dolly in the basement, like, shuffling and... Ooh, creepy, but I have that on my story time. There's like Mandy the doll. You got Peggy the doll. Wait, like King of the Hill Peggy? Yeah. Um, The thing about, the creepy thing about Peggy is allegedly if you look at her picture or if you see her in real life or look at a picture of her online, like people have said that they either became like dizzy or nauseous. Can I do it right now? Or even had like chest pains. No, because I don't want you to like have a stroke on the podcast. It's Peggy. funny because I was like, when I was doing that, I don't remember if my doll, I'm pretty sure my doll one, I might have done Peggy the doll. She looks like a boy. No, my doll episode, I did Robert the doll. I did Mandy the doll. And Mandy the doll is creepy because it's like this lady owned her and she kept hearing like a baby cry in the middle of the night and she didn't have any kids in the house. And so she ended up getting so creeped out by the doll that she sent it to like a museum type place and they put it behind glass. And they just said weird stuff would happen. And they basically, like, got to a point where they were, like, baby, babying Mandy the doll and, like, treating her like an actual baby to, like, appease her. 
Hmm. But stuff, I mean, I don't think anything crazy sinister happened with her. It was more like stuff would go missing, like people's lunches and just weird stuff. Or she I would move seriously, if I put something in my refrigerator at work and it was gone, I would blame her before a coworker because nobody yeah, at my it was work. The doll. Damn it, Mandy. Nobody at my work is capable of stealing. Peggy the doll doesn't look like creepy, like crazy creepy, especially for a doll that if you look at it, like makes you ill. But that one. Oh, was it that one or Robert? It was Robert the doll. People claim that if you like piss him off when he's in, you know, if you go to the museum that he's at, like people have like died on the way home, like in a car crash. Yeah. Like that's so scary. Well. You're not supposed to take pictures of Robert the doll. Yet he's all over online. But Robert the doll is creepy out of all of them because he looks like this like sailor monkey like dude. Hmm. Have a look up Robert the doll. Sailor monkey dudes. Robert's creepy. Like, if I saw him, I'd be like, yeah, he's possessed. Yeah, but my story time episode has Robert, Mandy, and um, Annabelle. So go listen to that if you want some, like, haunted, creepy doll stories. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a Sailor Monkey doll. Isn't he creepy? I want to go see him. Is Peggy the doll? I'm pretty sure. Google this. Is Peggy the doll? Find out where she's located. Because I'm thinking that she might be at Zach Baggins Museum. Because I'm pretty sure he has Peggy there, and he tells people if they want to go look at her, they can. But if not, like, to skip that room. I'm pretty positive. Or he might have Annabelle. I think he has Annabelle there that he got from Lorraine Warren when she passed away. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he has Annabelle and Peggy. Says, you can go see Peggy. At Zach? Peggy with her blonde bob and innocent-looking blue eyes is now at display at an American museum where visitors have to sign a waiver before they lay eyes on the evil doll. Thanks for telling us where that was, TravelChannel.com. Is it not? It doesn't say. That's stupid. Uh, Says you can oh, I'm on it. The Haunted Museum. Wait. Does Zach Baggins have... Um, Robert the doll now at his museum. If you go to his website, he literally is sitting with him in a doll room. Hmm. And he's not behind his glass. Uh-oh. I want like a whole list of everything that's at Zach Baggins Museum. We need to go to that. Oh, he has... Who does he have? I'm pretty sure he has Annabelle. Because there's this girl I watch on YouTube, um, like Brittany Crab or something, and she went to his museum and she was like telling all about it and she was like so excited to see Annabelle and she has like her own little Annabelle so yeah he has Annabelle there for sure but I'm pretty sure he has Peggy the doll there what's her last name um crab that's just like her username (laughs) (laughs) just she was on like just making sure it wasn't lobster show on I don't know what network but anyway yeah go listen to that episode if you want some creepy doll stories I did it by my lonesome because Peyton wasn't in the podcast yet (laughs) Next up is Goosebumps, Night of the Living Dummy. We got Slappy. Well, and it's important to note that we're not talking about real life dolls anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to go from real life creepy to Goosebumps. I do not I do not care how old I get. I love Goosebumps just for the nostalgia. That and Are You Afraid of the Dark. Like, I will periodically watch episodes. I mean, I use my kids to get away with it a little bit more, but <laughs> like... The nostalgia is so real with that. Mm -hmm. And the other day, it was like a really gloomy, rainy day. And I was just like, got this craving in my head to like watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I didn't do it, but I was like, it just feels like after school when you just like the weather's crappy and you just turn on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, It's funny how Slappy looks just like Billy from Dead Silence, though. I posted a scene on TikTok of Dead Silence and people were like, is that Slappy? (laughs) I'm like, no, it's... It's Slappy's long-lost cousin, Billy. Oh, 
Billy boy. Billy, sweet Billy boy. Well, speaking of Billy, the next one is actually Billy <laughs> from Saw. Uh, the little puppet that comes out on the little tricycle. It's almost adorable and freaky at the, at the same time. I thought you were going to say Billy from 4C. And it's funny because Billy isn't even like possessed or creepy or anything, but he is creepy. Yeah, right. He just kind of has those like little swirly. Remember like when the new Saw came out, Spiral? And they had to like recreate, but they couldn't use Billy. So they oh, yeah. had like that little pig puppet guy. <laughs> I kind of remember. It was just like this tiny little pig dude. Mm-hmm. You can't beat Billy on the freaking tricycle. Can't That's be- another thing though, where like, like when I was younger and I hadn't seen Saw, I just remember Billy, even though I hadn't seen it. But I'm like, that was the thing that clicked in my head. I thought for some reason you had a Pop Funko that was Billy. No, but... I would love it. I think mm-hmm. I added it to my like want list. To remember that um and then we talked about this on our clown video as well our or a clown episode <laughs> our cloying podcast the poltergeist clown puppet doll that was so freaky i mean that's the scene that stands out it's like such a minor moment in the movie uh but it's it's like you know it's the cover of the remake so it's just that scene that like stands out too when you think of poltergeist i think of like the little blonde girl they're here and i think of the clown part yeah and i think that's what the remake i was excited for after we're done with this i want to see it again it's like so cheesy when you watch it now but it's like one of those things where it's like outdated now but like i bet if you were a kid at that time watching that for the first time you'd be like terrified Mm -hmm. like has the long arms that like wrap around him for sure um and then we have he's out there which peyton was like peyton didn't remember this one but it has the lady from, what's it called? What's that show called that we like? <laughs> With June. Blessed Be the Fruit. Uh, Why can I not think right now? I don't know. You don't remember Blessed Be the Fruit? I know. You're talking about... Uh, Handsmaid. Handmaid's Tale. Um, it's Miss Waterford from Handmaid Tale. It was so weird watching her in this, though, and she's, like, a good person because I'm just so used to her in that. But she takes her daughters to, like, this lakeside cabin in the woods. And her husband is supposed to meet up with her and time goes by and it gets to nighttime, but I think days go by and he still isn't there. But her daughters go missing in the woods and then they come back and they have like these cupcakes that they just found out there, which is really creepy. So the girl eats it and ends up getting like really sick, like it had poison in it or something. And then there's this masked creepy guy out in the woods, just like stalking them from the window. And yeah, but anyway... He has, like, these really creepy dolls in the woods that, I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, but, like, it's not that big of a spoiler, but they're, like, actual humans that he's captured and, like, turned them into a doll. Like, they're really creepy looking. Mm-hmm. Really creepy. Just imagine, like, us being at the cabin and we get uh, abducted by, like, a creepy mask man and he, like, turns us into a doll and we're just, like, sitting there in the woods. Be cute. <laughs> cute. And then the last one is the Twilight Zone Talking Tina, which I haven't seen this episode. I've seen bits and pieces of it because my mom used to talk about this a lot because she had that doll. It's kind of like Annabelle where they like take a real life doll and made it into a movie, but she had, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it wasn't that doll. Maybe they just called it Talking Tina. I'm gonna have to ask her, but she would get, they would get so freaked out by it. And I remember I would stay at my grandparents' house and I was like terrified to sleep in that room even though I never saw the doll and I don't even know if it was there, but just like picturing it being in the closet, like terrified me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Tina. (laughs) You know what else creeped me out? I had 
porcelain dolls when I was a kid. I will never let my kids have porcelain dolls. Mm-mm. Is that mean of me? No. I don't think they want them. No. But my grandma would give them to us, and we were, like, terrified of them. But it's like, you can't not accept them. But I don't know. Me and my sister were so terrified of our porcelain dolls, but we kept them on our nightstand. And maybe it was us just feeling guilty, like, we gotta have them out because she gave it to us. I'd be so scared to look at them in the night. I swear my one, like, turned its head. Yeah. But... Yeah, we have, me and Maddie did an episode, I think it was the first episode I did with Maddie, and we talk about our old house and our porcelain dolls and all the creepy stuff, so. I think it's called, like, Matt, that that episode is, like, Maddie, oh, it's, like, Confession of, Confessions of a Non-Horror Nerd or something with Maddie. That was a fun episode, because we talked about our house and how, I swear, our childhood house, like, someone actually died in our childhood house in our basement. It was me. So we talk all about it. Oh, you did? And you're still here. (laughs) But that was our dolls. Do you have any more dolls? Nope. I feel like we probably missed some. So head over to our Instagram. Oh, Toy Story. Remember that one that Ryan Higa did? Yeah. And it was like, that was funny. Yeah, and he does like a Toy Story, but like. I'm going to share that. It's like a horror movie. I'm going to share it on my Instagram story. Where's his hat? (laughs) He's like turning and you're like, that was so funny. I'm going to share that on my Instagram stories for sure because that was hilarious. It's like Andy traumatized by like all the events and he's like talking to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you have any good doll horror movies, head over to our Instagram. It's the link or it's in the bio. It's in the episode description and let us know what your favorite doll horror movie is and any recommendations you have. I feel like this kind of goes with the like on the lines with the clown movies where you can look up like clown horror movies and it's just tons of cheesy yeah low budget like one star movies there's a lot of doll movies there's a lot out of really there. good yeah there's a lot of really good b-list movies but you know we're we go we gonna pick them out but maybe there's some hidden gems out there that we don't know about i know there's like puppet puppet masters or something puppet something pu- master somebody, of puppets yeah there's like a puppet Metallica. one somebody told me to watch creepy but yeah thanks for being here i hope you have a fabulous tuesday it's almost is this the last episode this is the last episode of march oh it's gonna be april oh no oh i love Not april. april it's gonna be spring it is spring finally i've been getting like major fall vibes lately that's not good no i love it because it makes me want it to be fall <laughs> well thanks for being here everybody have a great day we'll be back next tuesday And with that being said, cue outro music.